It's your boy Rabino. And this DJ Erm in the building. And you listen to the Up and Up podcast. Yeah. Wait, what are we doing? I don't know. Just listen. Yes, 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 yes. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What to do, what to do. Ladies and gentlemen, you're tuning to the Up and Up podcast. I'm your host, Rabino. I'm DJ Erm, man. DJ Erm, man. What's up? How you doing, man? I'm good. Welcome, uh, welcome to 2019. Yep. Happy New Year's to Happy everybody. Happy New Year's to everybody out there. Uh, man, can we get a round of applause for 2019? Just, <laughs> let's just get that out there right now. All right, man. Uh, do you have any New Year's resolutions? Anything that's like, you don't uh, got to share all of them, but... I'm going to just try to support everybody, where everybody's clothes that has clothing or anything like that. Any just, businesses. Yeah. I'm going to cut down on Nike and look out for the homies that are, mm. like, putting stuff out. Mm, okay. Okay. That's good. That's good. Are you asking me any, what, what any of mine are? No, I want to shout out uh, Sam Barber. <laughs> and, yeah. So, what about you? Okay. Uh, yeah, shout out to Barber. Um, if, you, if you don't know who that My is. Bad. That, shout that, out to Sizzle, though, because Sizzle actually was the one that said he's going to start wearing more people's stuff, too. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, I, I more support, more support for 2019. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't got a lot. I think one of the main ones is just uh, trying to spend more time with family. That's one thing. Yeah. Uh, I think we all get busy. We all stay on the up and up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sometimes you, you lose track of that. Um, but first and foremost, I do want to welcome all the listeners. Thank you for tuning in. This is the podcast where we focus on cultivating the culture. Obviously, um, what that looks like is we bring amazing guests up on this show who share stories. Um, of them, you know, their team, their groups, their movements, and, you know, they're, they're staying on the up and up and, sh- and representing uh, what that means. Um, first and foremost, I do want to say, um, it, you know, shout out to all of the listeners who continuously support the podcast, support the platform. Um, man, it, it goes a long way, right? Mm-hmm. And keep, you know, keep making sure to uh, rate, subscribe, and review, especially review. Uh, don't worry, we're going to tell them to like uh, it too. Yeah. Don't worry. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> don't jump. Uh, make sure to review, man. I love getting the feedback, man. I love getting the insight on how these episodes are impacting our, our listeners, man, because yeah. it, it really does, man. These stories go a long way. Yeah. Um, also, if you want to stay connected, make sure to follow us on all social media platforms at underscore the up and up, um, as well as I'm also going to mention, if you can see here on the table, we have the very, very fresh, dope Cultivate Culture, limited edition Cultivate Culture dad hat. So if you want to tap in, and uh, purchase one of those hats. Make sure to hit us up at underscore the up and up. And um, yeah, online store coming soon. Right? For sure. Right? Yeah. Be yeah. on the lookout. Yeah. Erm's excited about that. Yeah. yeah. Stay fresh. All right, man. Now, um, if you're a consistent listener, you already know what this is about, man. We always we always bring the guests, right, with the best. Mm-hmm. That's my new way. I'm, uh, that's the new way I'm just going to bring that in now. The guests with the best, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, someone with a compelling story, someone who's going to represent a, a group of people who, who need representation, right? Um, and so I would say this person, um, actually this woman, is, um, is someone who's very mission-driven, um, and I would say is motivated um, and strongly rooted in, in trying to trying to elevate women and also bring more equality to women um, mm-hmm. and all women, right? Yeah. Um, especially women of color. Uh, I would say she's a young visionary who's keeping everything she's doing on the up and up, right? Obviously. Uh, otherwise, mm-hmm. she wouldn't be with us tonight <laughs> um, on this rainy evening, right? 
Man, yep. Seattle, come on, man. We need some better weather. I'm <laughs> yeah. sorry. I'm sorry, man. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, just to kind of give people a rundown on, you know, some of the things she's been involved in along her journey. Um, you know, she's a passionate women's rights advocate, uh, more specifically, an equal pay champion, a community builder, all wrapped into one, man. That's like a superhero right there, right? Yeah. Right? Just, just hit you with all the, all the weapons, man. Right? <laughs> um, just to kind of run down some of the things she's been involved with, uh, she is the former head of Hustle for Ladies Get Paid, which is a global 35,000-plus member community of women whose mission is to close the gender wage gap. Um, that's big, man. 35,000 women riding, yeah. man. That's, that's, a big, yeah. that's a big thing, man. That's a big deal. Um, she's also former head of marketing and business development and partnerships at Female Founders Alliance. Uh, which is a private network uh, for female founders and CEOs whose mission is to close the investment gap for female startups. Let's just going get straight down. to it, it's man. Let's just get straight to it. Our guest is none other, man. Um, actually, no. I also want to mention she's here as well to to um, to share with us the story of her leading up to her launch of her new company, Future for Us, mm-hmm. which is focused on the advancement of women in color in the in the professional space and the workplace as well. So, I'm, without further ado, our guest is none other than the mission-driven and female power player. Sage, not if I please tell me, if, Sage Kiamno. 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 Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Kiamno. Kiamno. Yeah. Thank See, you. I have this thing where I, I, I butcher people's names. It's Even all if you good. tell me, I'm just gonna butcher it. So thank you. Yeah. No worries. No worries. Thank you for being here, man. Of course. No, it's an honor to be here. This is a dope podcast. So wow. thank you so Appreciate much. Appreciate it. Thank you for coming. Uh, of course. Yeah. You you came up with good vibes, man. You're bringing that. You bring energy. that energy. It's the Hawaiian vibes, man. You can. Vibe. It's, the, it's yeah. that <laughs> island vibes. We're always welcoming. We're so yes, friendly. And yes. It's all about love, man. Uh, we're spreading love. Is. 2019. Yeah. Island vibes and love. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So um, if you're familiar with the show, which a lot of our consistent listeners are, we usually start to show off with the quote of the day. Um, this is just something to set the vibe, right? Set the mood, right? And and you know my guy across the way here, quote man, quote man, as he as yeah, he, that's as he, me, okay. yeah, that's him right there. What you <laughs> what you got for us today, man? Uh, so the quote for the day today is: unless the issue of the empowerment uh, empowerment of women is addressed, the practice of women being unfairly treated will remain unresolved. Mm. Mm. And and who's that by? Probably my butcher this name too. Actually, no, I think it's Kapil Sabal. Kapil Sabal. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, um, I don't. I don't know who you are, but that was. That's a dope quote. Yeah. You. You. You bring the great quotes. Yeah. <laughs> we just gotta get the man. <laughs> yeah. I gotta get the, that's that's an, another I, I New Year's it. resolution. There you go. Um. So for the people in the back, man, who who need to hear that, run most, it back. Run it back. Yep. Run it All back right. for them. So the quote is: Unless the issue of the empowerment empowerment of women is addressed, the practice of women being unfairly treated will remain unresolved. Mm. I like that. I like that quote because it's it's kind of speaking to both sides of the spectrum, right? Yeah. Right. Um, talking about what's currently happening, and what's leading to the issue, and, and how and how if you want to solve the issue, what what needs to be done, and I, I, that's kind of what I pulled all in yeah. one, right? Um, now we obviously bring in the quotes because we want something that'll tie into our guest story, obviously, and um, you know with everything you're doing, obviously being on the front lines, um, trying to help raise awareness and make changes for women. Um, women of color um, in, in all aspects. We also want to make sure that people understand when we bring guests up here, it's all about like just talking about the buildup and the journey, right? What did I say? We, we, we provide context to your success. That's mm-hmm. that's essentially what this exactly. pat- platform is for. Um, so before we get into everything you're currently involved in and, and what you've got coming down the line, let's let's take it back. Let's take it back to, to Hawaii, right? Mm-hmm. Is that where mm-hmm. you grew up? Yep, exactly. Let's, yeah. let's take it back to the islands, man. So to tell us about growing up, growing up out there and and I guess kind of how that shaped, um, you know, the, the Sage story and, and how we how we got here today. 
Awesome. Yeah. Hi, everybody. I'm Sage Kalohilani Kiamno. That's my full name. Uh, Kalohilani oh, thank, means... Thank God you did not pronounce that. Yeah. Me yeah. <laughs> it's like 12 letters. Um, so Kalohilani means um, heavenly brightness. And I always open that because being Hawaiian means being um, proud of who you are, where you come from, your language. And also, as Hawaiians, we're very metaphoric. We very we love language. We love music. We mm-hmm. love poetry. This is kind of our um, our wheelhouse, like any other, um, you know, people of color. We just come from a very strong cultural background. So mm-hmm. I always like to lead in that. Yeah, so, you know, I'm a 27-year-old Native Hawaiian Filipino Chinese woman uh, who moved to Seattle five years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I graduated from college from the University of Hawaii. Um, and got a job at Amazon, uh, so I moved out here. But my background is I come from a really strong uh, matriarchal family. Um, what really sparked my interest in gender equality was that you know my great grandma uh, raised me. Mm-hmm. You know, not in a lot of typical modern families, you have an older generation taking care of the young. Honestly, mm-hmm. you usually don't have that. Mm-hmm. Multi generational families is not the norm anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, and her story is that she was a Chinese immigrant and she worked on um, the Dole Plantation. And Blo- Dole Plantation is a pineapple plantation. So they so Dole. Uh, cannery, um, pineapple cannery brought a lot of immigrants to Hawaii. Okay. So Filipino, Chinese, Portuguese, um, all over the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was working on a plant for, um, I think, 10 cents an hour. Wow. Okay, canning pineapple. Okay. Wow. Have you ever, you guys yeah. ever like sliced a pineapple before? Wow. Nah. No. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I, I haven't, but it's it's work. I've seen it. Yeah. Seen it. It's it's it's, yeah. it's a lot of work. So wow. she was the oldest of um fourteen uh brothers and sisters, mm-hmm. um wow. and she was one of the bread. I mean, she had to make money to mm-hmm. pretty much clothe and you know feed her other um her brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. So she found a way to negotiate her pay because she knew that if I make ten cents an hour, there's no way that I can you know, support my family. So yeah. she uh, decided to talk to the supervisor and said, hey, I'm a Chinese immigrant. I can speak ca- Cantonese. If I can recruit um, more Chinese immigrants who speak Cantonese, then mm-hmm. would you, you know, increase my pay to 15 cents an hour? Mm. And then also promise me that perhaps I could take over your job later. Mm. So um, that's essentially what happened. Forward, forward wow. thinking. Yeah, very, very forward For thinking. Yeah, and this was like in the 1940s yeah. and 1950s. Exactly. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. You know, yeah. and she's a small Chinese woman. Yeah, and it's crazy know? because, you crazy. know, at that time, how often are you seeing um, different examples of how you can even go to your boss and say something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that's yeah. kind of like a trailblazer in a sense, right? She definitely was a trailblazer. She was a pioneer. And she, for her, it was just, you know, she was also extremely humble and, and, and grateful for what she had. But she knew um, her talents, her strengths, and then wield that power um, to benefit herself and her community, her mm. family. Um, and that kind of like really ingrained my mentality of who I am and what I want to give, you know, what I want to show for other women, especially mm. women of color, because mm-hmm. we, you know, the stats right now is that women of color only make 4% of um, C-suite level. So 4% of women of color are CEOs. Um, wow. It's, it's, it's really, 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 really disheartening. And also 12% Upper management, middle management, entry level, and then 40, 50% of women of color in, in the U.S. are low-wage jobs, are taking low-wage jobs. Mm, um, and, you know, when I think of that, you know, I think of my mom, I think of my grandma, I think of my mm-hmm. great-grandma. Like, mm-hmm. we, we all come from women of color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. For you sure, know, sure. our mothers are women of color, you know. So I, I, I believe there is a vision that women of color here in the United States 
deserve a better opportunity and better chance for leadership. Most definitely. Yeah. Most so definitely. that kind of kind of kind of comes from my great grandmother, um, and you know it's multiracial, multicultural family, and just a big loud family. And I love yeah. home. Um, I just at 22 I needed to leave. You know, yeah. I had island fever. You knew everybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I wanted to try and take a chance and just leave. You know, and I come from a working class family, so when you say you're leaving, you're on your own. Yeah. You're yeah, on your own, kid. Yeah. My dad was like. See you later. Yeah. You know, if you don't, if you don't have any money, we're not gonna support you. You gotta get get your butt back yeah. home if you yeah. don't. So you have you have to have a certain um, level of conviction with making that decision. And, yeah. And so I, I'm glad you kind of touched on the early influence your grandmother had on you mm-hmm. growing up. But growing up also, you know, like most people, most kids or youth, um, they have dreams, they have aspirations. Um, for you, what were some of your career aspirations growing up? Like, did you kind of have a picture of okay, stay in 15 years, this is what Sage is going to be doing. Or was <laughs> yeah. it just kind of like, I just need to get out of Hawaii and figure it out? What was it like for you? Yeah, I've always been a like a very driven, ambitious kid. Um, okay. I was class president for about, I mean, four, I mean, I was a class president, uh, sixth grade, eighth grade, uh, junior year, and then also a senator in college. Like, I just loved, um, you know, working kind of like politically and like, how do you mm-hmm. make policy change and how do you make, a, a, you know, make that, um, kind of how do you affect your community, right? Gotcha. And also bring visibility for people of color, kids of color, students of color, mm. in student government, mm. you know? So when I was younger, I always wanted to be, like, a lawyer and attorney. You mm-hmm. know, I saw Legally Blonde. Oh, my God, it's, like, a bad example, but, you know, like... <laughs> Talking about representation, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But, like, she, you know, she proved a lot of people wrong, you yeah. know? And besides Legally Blonde, but, like, I loved debating. I love presenting it. I love building an argument. Mm. I love somebody, you know, opposing me mm-hmm. and bringing up you know, bringing up good points, right? Mm. And then how to use persuasion, mm. right? Everything from your physical appearance, mm-hmm. whether you're using, um, you know, this is like um, like an old saying, like my speech and debate coach, uh, Mr. Lawler. Shout, shout out to Mr. Lawler. Shout out Mr. Lawler. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. Lawler's my <laughs> God. Anyways, um, he really taught me how to present an argument and how to be persuasive. You use um, like a Latin on concept where it's logos pathos and ethos like mm-hmm. how do you how do you um persuade someone using logic using emotion right mm. um so different ways of doing that i've mm-hmm. always was so curious because like how do people move around how do people obtain power and how do you have people attracted to you mm. like that i was i was so curious i mean that's why i was um really gravitating towards marketing because okay. you know the way that because i mean i grew up in the 90s you yeah. know you yeah, yeah, yeah. you were raised by the television you for know sure, I mean? yeah, for tv real. music all that good yeah. stuff you know and high, highly influenced you know like my parents were working you know working their butts off and mm-hmm. i never saw them and there's a television and all these messages and the visuals and the you know the audio like well, how does that cater to a certain audience mm-hmm. and how does how does that they influence somebody to do something mm, and manipulate people too yeah. that's yeah. that's true yeah, fake news because right? it happens yeah, yeah right? it happens it like that's yeah. what's going on with social media is you know like you know the pioneers like mark zuckerberg like you know build a platform and there's no regulations for it right yeah, so it's yeah. a it's a it's it's a wild west that's so right. like nobody's you know te- technology has you know kind of move so fast that everybody had to keep up for it mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. anyways besides that we're going we're yeah, ranting no, on that's real yeah. that's real though so I, real. I always like to ask this for people who yeah. aren't from seattle but mm-hmm, move here mm-hmm. like how was that transition when you first got here Oof. Spe- especially from the island because <laughs> yeah, i'll from go on vacation island. and i'll be like oh man i want to move to this place like if i go visit but i never did it you yeah. know but yeah. you know i just want to know how it was for you oh it was it was tough it was super tough so i moved here you know 
wide-eyed, <laughs> just looking around. Because I've never been in a city, of uh, an actual city. And even compared to the United States, this is not really a city. Mm. Um, and also just a different culture in terms of passive aggressiveness and mm. um, um, not willing to not share, but like kind of like not sharing. It's like a westernized culture because mm. i'm not a westernized culture yeah, yeah, yeah. we're about inclusiveness like yeah i bring my friends over like yeah, if somebody yeah, yeah. like i always invite somebody mm -hmm. because like you never want to be excluded you know yeah. like i man, know how like, that feels seattle is getting that reputation man that's what, I'm, know, that's what i, I keep know. feeling the freeze bro that's what they keep calling it <laughs> yeah the freeze. you know yeah. and like chill like yeah. mm -hmm. everybody just relax yeah everybody, breathe 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 like Everything is cool, man. Like yeah. that's like that's such a Hawaii vibe. So it was really difficult because I you know I lived on Capitol Hill for like five years, mm -hmm. and my first couple of years, all my friends were white. Yeah, mm. which was crazy to me because that was the first time I've ever had all white friends. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, um, and Capitol Hill too is like it's it was you know I mean it's it's working on it, but it's not as diverse as yeah it it was i mean I, yeah. you're you're a seattle native no i mean yeah yeah no, you're right the, the you're changes right. are the changes are evident like you, you mm -hmm. could just see him right even if you're not from here yeah you could tell yeah and to me it's really sad because like you see these like african-american art you know murals and stuff mm -hmm. and it feels like it's relics because yeah. you're like yeah. these people are not even yeah the families the businesses are not there yeah. anymore who's right? who, who's there to actually enjoy the art right who's there to take it in who's there to experience it exactly that's what it's really about and yeah. i i i understand the hurt in it because mm -hmm. i you know from hawaii we're the same way mm -hmm. development you know, tourists coming in and actually staying there, buying buying condos and mm -hmm. kind of redeveloping the land. Yeah. yeah. But like my my people, our culture, our indigenous culture, land is it. Mm. That that is us. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, so we call it Aina. So the Aina is us. So it's I I, I completely understand where you just see your your home is being mm -hmm. um totally changed and transformed yeah, yeah. Well, and it's happening it's not just happening here it's happening everywhere but since we Correct, do yeah. live here it's, it's, it's always important to address that mm -hmm. um now i do also want to get into obviously you said you came in came in to seattle and you started working for amazon mm -hmm. um and this is something i've always was curious and you being knowledgeable about uh women's rights right and and women equality and inequality that exists yeah um you know did you find yourself sometimes, because I feel like people oftentimes get lost in just wanting to fit in and get a spot or earn a spot, mm -hmm. that you kind of lose sense of the mission or the fight or the cause because you're like, I don't want to disrupt nothing. I just mm -hmm. want to get in and do my job. Did you have to deal with that at first? Exactly, yeah. Especially when you're um, a woman of color, you're, when you're a POC, when you're a person of color, mm -hmm. you you know, you know got, you got to that point of getting a great full-time job you know, your family sacrificed for you to go to school, mm -hmm. you know, you, I've got a full, a full, um, scholarship to UH, mm -hmm. like you, there was so many steps for you to be there. Mm -hmm. And you know that if you make waves, there's going to be some kind of consequences because mm -hmm. they're expecting that from you, mm -hmm. yeah. you know? Um, and for me, you know, I come, I, I really have, um, you know, my background, I, I, grew up in an all-girls catholic school um setting so very kind of oppressive mm -hmm. and, and very structured mm -hmm. um and i knew the own biases within that catholic religious school um structure of of sexism and gender e inequality yeah um and i hated control i really hated it mm -hmm. <laughs> um so um you know i moved here just didn't want to make waves just rolled with the punches mm -hmm. and i was miserable absolutely miserable i knew i was making 30 percent less than my white male colleagues mm -hmm. i knew that everybody else around me um you know i knew that we i mean you could see another person of color in a company and be like 
Yeah. Like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that look. It's that look. Everybody just, knows. Everybody knows that look. Everybody knows that look, and you're just like, oh, <laughs> you're not going to say, yeah, I'm not going to say anything, yeah, you know? Yeah. And it's like that weird moment of like, why are we doing this? Mm. Why are we not having these conversations? And then why are we not building the dialogue for it? Mm. So like to me, that's just why diversity, equity, inclusion is so important right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. And um, my work is that, you know, I got passionate about it because I successfully neg- like negotiated my, my salary three times. Mm. But I did not have the training. I don't have parents. Like, I can't call my mom like, Mom, like, I'm so, like, I'm sad. I need to find, like, can you help me? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. No, I don't have that. Yeah. My parents are like, suck it up. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Like, figure it out. We, we had to work hard, so you're going to work even harder. Exactly. It's you called Google. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and I'm did, like, yeah. damn, Mom, why are you a savage? I just want to cry. Like, I just want to cry to you, but whatever. And then that's what you learn. That's why Win of Power so i mean when of obviously when of power when of color are so powerful because it's like you 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 are born into a lens of um, an intersectional lens you learn you you know um that you're a woman and you know that you are one of color so you understand that you have to play these parts mm-hmm. you have to coach switch mm-hmm. you have to learn other people's personalities mm-hmm. and 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 kind of um it's self-preservation as a lot mm-hmm. of pocs know it's mm-hmm. like how am i going to preserve myself to get to a point of leadership so I can affect change going down, mm, right? Wow. So it's about self-preservation because every person of color deals with discrimination at mm-hmm. work mm-hmm. at any level. That's I don't, tough, I don't care. It I don't is. care what you say. I have so many um, POC men, uh, guy friends who always say like, oh, no, I've never been discriminated. I'm like, you probably did. Yeah. You probably did. And you just didn't, you're not aware. Yeah, you're not yeah, woke. You just didn't notice. You're not yeah, woke. Yeah, yeah. You no, know, there's people who are like zombies mm-hmm. up in these in these corporate offices and I see it. I think everybody's seen a couple zombies, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, people of color who are zombies, you know what I mean? And yeah, um, yeah. yeah, it can, it, and that that right there can also make you feel like you're alone, right? You're mm-hmm. like, dude, let's 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 band together. Do you have? Do I have your support or not? And exactly, um, yeah, I think that is an important conversation to have. Yeah, and it, and it, there's so For many sure. ways of having um, these conversations now because now we're community building. Um, so from my um, my you know my experience in salary negotiation, like I you know I I did a a, a, a real estate job I was doing uh, real estate development and you know I was working with like two young male colleagues and I mean colleagues they were my bosses and they were making 100k a month okay like, a month a month wow. okay so you know all these guys who are doing all the big construction out here mm-hmm. oh yeah yeah talk yeah. about land acquisition you guys mm-hmm. want to talk money like that's money mm. like 100k easy not a big deal mm. um so these guys were racking in this money and i was just frustrated because like i am making less than my average my market average mm. um so i approached them i got the job but also like i was dealing with a lot of microaggressions in the office um you know i was called a coffee diva once like i was coffee wor- diva coffee diva yeah. okay so this guy comes in what my boss comes in and there's five people in the office and there's like sales guys and me and i'm like the little brown girl and he's like I said, Sage, you want to be the coffee diva today and make some coffee? And I looked at him like, Wow. Mm, no. Like, like, dude, do you hear yourself? <laughs> yeah, and I'm not a millennial woman. Like, I don't care because yeah. I know how good I am at my job. So yeah. I'm like, no, I don't know. But Dan over there in sales, uh, he's watching Office episodes. And I think he can uh, yeah. go over there and make some coffee. Yeah, Dan? I think you're yeah, well, right. Well, I mean, it. it's, it's kind of wow. like that. It's kind of like that. Um, hey, the bully's picking on me, so I'm going to go grab a bunch of people. And go try to um, gang up on the bully, right? And and I feel like that's essentially how they feel. They feel confident. They feel strong. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Um, you know, just knowing that, hey, okay, I got all these people around me. I can say whatever I want, and it won't offend any of them. It might offend her, but she's the minority, right? Um, and I see that. I see that a lot. 
I've dealt with that a lot too. Yeah. Like just just sli- slick little well, comments. You know it's what I mean? literally microaggressions. And yeah. these microaggressions yeah. um, accumulate until you get a reaction, right? Like, I mean, I'm really talking about race right now, but like, you mm-hmm. know, the thing is like, they they are trying to get you to be angry. Oh, for sure. You know, yeah. and that's the thing about our culture is that we don't, POCs don't, are not trained, we're not trained for that. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, why are we angry? It's because we have these little microaggressions in our lives. Like, why is somebody always trying to get at me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel yeah. like someone yeah. is yeah. always trying to like mess with me. Yeah. And you, you think you're crazy until you're like psychologically like, you know, in that cycle, mm-hmm. but you have to understand that you are one piece of the society yeah. and there's things, you're a part of a bigger system mm-hmm. that's not made for you. Exactly. You know, so how can you, you know, again, self-preservation, mm-hmm. how do you, you know, preserve yourself mm-hmm. to to work through these systems to get to a position of power so you can influence. Yeah. So that's kind of like the pathway to power in, in some other sense. But, um, and then, yeah, so then I went to a Ladies Get Paid event and that kind of really opened my eyes to see women from, um, you know, age, what, 22 to, to 60, talk about pay equity, about how much they make. Money is such a taboo subject. Nobody mm-hmm. wants to talk about how much they actually make because mm. it's like a taboo subject, yeah. you know. Yeah. But if we don't have transparency, there's it's just like your finances. If you don't talk about, the, talk about it, you're not going to get anywhere. You're not going to address it. You're yeah. not going to address it. Yeah. So um, for us, it was really tremendous and an eye-opening experience to be like, these women from all different types of companies, like big companies. Where was where was that event held? Um, it was at Impact Hub. It was about two years ago. Okay. Um, yeah, I was going through a really bad breakup, and I was like, I need inspiration. Like, who am I, right? Like, who am I as a woman, as a person of color? How do I want to influence and serve the world? Like, who is the who who is the group that I want to serve, and how do I want to serve them? Mm-hmm. And I wanted to get any. I just was like every panel, every event, yeah. every workshop mm-hmm. in Seattle because there's a ton, which I love. Um, and, and I wanted to get inspired by something. Yeah. And as a Hawaiian, it's like, it's about storytelling and mm. that's the, that's the fun part. So found ladies get paid. Um, I, then I founded this ladies get paid Seattle chapter here. I was doing events on my own. There's like 150 women per month sold out. Wow. Um, yeah. yeah sold out every, every that's month. Big. Yeah. Um, talked about, did salary negotiations, got big VPs from different corporations to talk about it. And this is while you're working at Amazon still, right? Uh, at the real estate company. At the real estate oh, company. Yeah. yeah. So okay. I was doing a full-time job. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hustling doing that yeah. like any other well no but that's person. the thing i think i think um because yeah. sometimes people can misinterpret uh like what success looks like mm-hmm. right and so we'll have guests on this show who talk about the amazing things they do the hard work they put in um and people think that you know they're not just like them right they're not just like the ordinary person who just had more grit and who put in more work so that's mm-hmm. why i asked to, to to share that hey yeah it's okay to have that nine to five hustle that's fueling your yeah. passion project, right? Oh yeah, yeah I'm all about it. Um, <laughs> yeah, see, the thing sure. is, like, there's a lot of startup community out here that, like, oh, you're not taking your business seriously if you don't quit your job and do this full time. That's complete BS. Because mm-hmm. yeah. as POCs and a lot of people who are disenfranchised, you have to make a paycheck and exactly. pay your bills. You cannot expect because a lot of these startup com- like companies and founders, they're privileged. Oh yeah, they have a significant other who's making that Google like 200k oh, salary. Yeah. They have a queen uncle. Ad. Uncle. Uncle Rick's writing that check. Like, it, hey, here yeah, you go, exactly. Son. Here like, you, go. you know, Donald Take. Trump got a freaking, what, million, $2 million loan from his father? Yeah. Like, I don't have that. That's I don't not, have a loan. It's not normal. I it's, wish. It's not normal, <laughs> but that's the startup landscape. For sure. You know, like, For the sure. people at the top, these these younger guys, have the checks from their families. You know, they are, they are able to get that startup cash.
capital. Mm-hmm. Whereas a lot of us don't, you mm-hmm. know, we're starting literally from the bottom, not even the bottom, but even worse than that. So for us, it's like, okay, so how do I make my, sh- my myself get, um, you know, um, financially stable to where I can like just live and then build this company, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Bootstrap, just like meet everybody, you know, yeah. get the meetings, all, all that good stuff. So, um, and through my ladies get paid, um, events, they hired me on full time. Cause they're like, they're, they're two founders from New York. Um, and they're like, you are doing this. Yeah. This is crazy. Yeah. You're selling all these events like on your own. This what, is what are you crazy. doing? What's the trick? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I did that and I traveled across the country and I taught selling negotiation classes. I spoke to 4,000, uh, women, um, and helped, um, get 500 K and salary increases. Wow. Yeah. And helped get, that's powerful. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. When I quantified, I was like, "What?" Yeah, that's a lot of money. Half a million dollars for women. Let's go. But that's Let's a lot get of that's paid. that's a lot of overdue, um, deserved money too. Exactly, right? overdue. So it's like not even. You can't even really <laughs> celebrate it because you're like, this, "Wait, we we should have been had this." And there's you know? like yeah. more, there's like more to get. You know, exactly. Like it's exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. literally three times more. I agree. Um, I agree. Yeah. So you know, for that, I mean, we think three th- three times more. I could I could have helped women like what one point two like one 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 five mil. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and that to me, and I positioned one hundred fifty um, one hundred fifty women to get into uh, promotions. So one hundred fifty promotions. Wow. Um, in a year. That's impact right there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what it's about. Yeah. That's what it's about. And, I, and, yeah. and it's good to it's good that you can reflect and share those. Sometimes people just want to you know um just just throw stats out there just to throw them out there and it's mm-hmm. like. What the hell do your stats even mean? So sometimes people just throw stats out there. I'm like, dude, what, yeah. what are you saying to me right now? Yeah. But when you, you know what I'm saying? These stats matter right here, right? For and, sure, and, yeah. And, and you I can feel that. And I think with women of color, especially, I mean, I understand where I'm coming from. Like, mm-hmm. I'm a small Hawaiian girl mm-hmm. from the islands, and it's hard for people to take me seriously, mm-hmm. you know? And then when I show them my numbers and I show them what I've done, they're mm-hmm. like, oh, wow. Yeah, it changes Actually, everything. Yeah, because, you know, also, too, I don't have an Ivy League school degree. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't come from a background like that. I come from a working class variety. I'm, I'm proud of it. Yeah. yeah. I'm so proud of yeah. it. Yeah. And that's what the thing is like, you know, <laughs> we have this weird, like, elitist society in Seattle where it's like, yes, you know, like, you know, my kids went to Harvard or whatever and all the kind of good stuff. I'm like, that's fantastic, but guess what? I'm not in debt. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like, I'm not in debt. I worked my way through college. Mm-hmm. I know how to hustle. I know how to get there. Yeah. You know, I have a goal. I'm ambitious. I know how to, the steps to get where I want to yeah, get. Yeah, it's, it's a mentality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I think, like, you know, people that do have that Ivy League degree or something might try to come in the space and be, get lost. Yeah. But it's like, you experienced mm-hmm. it. You've seen it your whole life. You've been a part of it, so it's easy for you to, like, fight for, you know, women empowerment and everything like that. Yeah. And, like, yeah. wages and everything, you know, because yeah. you, you kind of experienced that. So yeah. Sense, yeah. You, you know? lived it. You lived I lived it, and yeah, I don't – Yeah. Like, my dream is that I never want my daughter or, like, young women of color, just girls, think that they didn't have a chance at, at any opportunity – because mm. they deserve it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Women of color deserve. Girls of color yeah. deserve it. Yes, you know. They do. And and to me, I'm I I'm willing to put myself out there to to fight for that fight because, mm-hmm. you know, like we see it now. You know, like all these women of color are in Congress now. Like, yeah. <laughs> like that's, Alexandra that's, that's right big. now is yeah. killing it. That's big, man. Yeah, and she's from the Bronx. She's a lot of freak. Yeah, Puerto Rican from the Bronx. She's Latina. She's out there yeah. calling calling it out. And mm-hmm. I love I love when they expose those those um like just those images right mm-hmm. and, and because we don't see it you know exactly and even as men like i can speak as a male like you know we we're happy to see that but we i want to see more of it like you know i want it to become normal right yeah. because sometimes people will see things and they'll be like oh that's cool yeah and you never see it they again think it's a one-off just like it's Oprah. like a one exactly you right know, like she was the first you know female yeah representation man, it matters it matters it's pattern matching in the start so of the world. Yeah. so <laughs> yeah. so um 
I have a I have a question because you know your experiences with lady um, ladies uh, ladies get ladies get paid. I was about to say ladies who hustle. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know I mean, what they do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ladies get paid. Your experiences within that and then all the other uh, groups and events that you've been a part of. Um, you know, growing up, I always hear that phrase. Uh, from women like you don't need a man for nothing right and it's true it's yeah. true you know like you yeah. guys don't but you're yeah. actually putting into action and representing um, how important it is for women to uh, unite and actually support each other right mm -hmm. because without you guys using each other's resources um, you know it's, it's 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 one thing to say that I don't need a man but it's another thing to say I really don't need one because I got other women who can support me yeah right? so talk about that because I think that what you're doing mm -hmm. speaks to that as well right yeah and I want to just make sure that I get the messaging right because we yeah. do need men yeah. um, we need men like you guys amplifying women of color yeah, yeah, like yeah. myself yeah mm -hmm. um, male allyship is not a conversation we are not we are talking about and that's what Agreed, I want to yeah. change with my company with future for us is that you know a lot of these feminist brands and companies are 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 not allowing men men to come into the conversation mm. but we need to work together um to, to discuss you know all these issues and we yeah. have to make this as important because to me i care about men deeply because i understand the the pressure that you guys have to go through mm -hmm. toxic masculinity mm -hmm. pressures on your family having to support other you know your family mm -hmm. like it's mm -hmm. it's a lot yeah and yeah. even like you talking know? about it from a male's perspective like i've met women who are like dude shut the hell up i don't want to hear nothing you have to say like like you don't know what it's like, you know. And I'm yeah. like, you know what? You're right. I'm gonna just shut up. And then they're like, wait, why don't you say something? I'm like, well, shit. I, you just told yeah. me to shut up, you know. So um, I'm trying to. I think we just yeah. need to be more educated overall. Yeah, it's the dialogue. It's the dialogue, right? And I yeah, feel yeah, like exactly. if we approach things with empathy, right, and understanding, like I want to hear your story, right? So why do you why do you think that way? Mm -hmm. You know, like um, it's always starting with that. Because trust me, I've had a lot of <laughs> crazy um, male like encounters before, mm -hmm. but for me, it's like okay what's the root right and there's you know people got to be to that point where they're ready for the conversation but i will you know i always will understand that men men need to be a part of this conversation yeah. but yes women <laughs> technically don't need men in their lives to you know to to succeed yeah it's a stigma i i just think it needs to kind of get rid of it, or get 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 eradicated because it's not true it, you know yeah it definitely isn't and i just want um you know for there's I think I feel like there's such a journey in a woman, woman's life like there's it's always a phoenix and rising from the ashes kind of story where like you you get you know you everyone cheers you on as a young girl like you're just like yeah you're the, you know you have all these opportunities da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. like Steph Curry's like daughter like she was writing to the sneaker shop company because she was like um there's not a shoe in like in my in my in my dad's shoes. There's not a size in girls like mm. what's going on and everybody's like great and it was great but also like she could not get that traction if she was a woman, like an older woman, mm. you know? And that's where we have to think about. It's like, we are not supporting women, you mm -hmm, know? Like, mm -hmm. and there's a journey of like, we go through traumatic stages, you know? Um, and then all of a sudden we realize who we are mm -hmm. and we realize our own power, our own value, our own talents. Mm -hmm. um, and then we use that to support, not only for sort of, I mean, support ourselves, but also our communities around exactly. us. Um, exactly. And women are so great about, coming together and sharing mm -hmm. you know and that's different from men you know like historically men have not been like that but you know we can we can make an argument that like you know men make a lot of deals mm -hmm. you know men go on golf car uh, go golf courses and make deals they talk money they talk straight they, yeah. they're fully transparent because mm -hmm. it's a trans it, it's competition of how yeah. much money you make and yeah. i oh i can i can make more money yeah. than that and i'm going to give you a deal yeah you know for so i want to bring that conversation into um 
for women. Yeah. Like, let's give each other con like contacts. Let's talk yeah. about business. Let's yeah. get each other money. What's yeah. the next contract? Oh, you want a new job? Let's let's. I'm gonna connect you with this yeah. person. Let's do this. Start networking. Start man. networking. Start connecting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, power the power of networking i swear to god it's like it is such a it's a dying art it's such a dying art this day in this day these days and like to me it's like i'm lucky that we have you know we all have personalities mm -hmm. and i feel bad for the introvert out there but like if you just push yourself mm -hmm. to meet somebody and listen to their stories and understand that every opportunity can turn into something oh right? yeah um like That's real i'm gonna be completely honest like i was on instagram story and i made i i I think it's like a public journal for myself. Okay. And I said my goal was to interview Arlen Hamilton, CEO of Backstage Capital, okay. um, live on stage in 2019. You just put it into the universe. And I tagged her. And she replied back saying, let's make this happen, Sadie. Wow. Literally. Wow. Yes. She built a $36 million fund for black female founders this year. She started four accelerated programs in L.A., Detroit, Philly, and London. Wow. She is representing POCs. And what, what's her name again? Arlen Hamilton, CEO Arlen of Backstage Hamilton. Capital, yes. Um, she is making truly making waves um, in the startup industry um, and also in Silicon Valley. She is calling it out and representing um, underrepresented um Start founders. Yeah. So uh, you know, she made waves, and she was a cover of Fast Company. Um, started that thirty-six million dollar fund for Black female founders. She's black. She's queer. Um, she's from Houston. Uh, she's from wow. Texas. Um, so I, she was one of my biggest um idols, um, because she's, she's being, you know, she's, she's putting herself out there. And so you got to interview her. No. So um, I'm gonna interview her this year. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Tell yeah. Us in the works. <laughs> it's coming. Yeah. That's dope. Putting things in the universe, man. I'm yeah. telling you, it's like a, yeah. you know, I feel like if you do well and you mean well and you just, you know, like I think the universe and you work hard, the universe will come to you. I mean, yeah, I don't want to be ignorant and say that, but like, you know, some people are not, I'm, I'm very privileged to be here right now, but you know, I think your time will come. Everybody, everybody's time will come. Everybody's time will come if you put in the work, you are intentional, you are inclusive, things will come to you. Yeah. You know, and I feel like this is my year and I am not going to be shy about it. I'm an ambitious woman who've, yes. who's been working my butt off for a long time. And Talk I about think, it. Yeah. Um, you know, that's why I started Future for Us. So, but after Ladies Get Paid, I joined the Female Founders Alliance and I built, um, I helped build a accelerator program um, with, my, my, with my team and we got eight female founders from across the U.S. Um, and did an accelerator program. And what an accelerator program is basically a um, like an intensive program to help you get your startup going. Okay. So it's like you you get you get legal help, you get pitch help, you get you get mentors from who've started startup companies, and then you have an actual big pitch demo day mm -hmm. where you go in front of a bunch of investors and you pitch. So that was a great experience because I found out from the back end mm -hmm. what female founder like what do you you know a founder goes through yeah yeah like and what it takes what it takes yeah, yeah. yeah in different aspects too because everybody i mean everybody's coming at you with different business propositions different ideas from mm -hmm. different backgrounds mm -hmm. trying to solve different issues um with their with their business or with their product so um yeah i think i think i think man it's crazy that you've done so much and you're only what 27 yeah i'm 27 yeah. wow wow yeah it's crazy power the power of the hustle <laughs> the power of the grind but um yeah. now also, because you, you, you obviously have um, had encounters with a lot of power players, I would say, mm -hmm. um, especially in the city, right? Mm -hmm. And so for those listeners and viewers, um, especially those who live within the city, um, people of color, underrepresented communities, I've, I'm curious to know 
um, in your dealings and workings within power players in, in, in the city who obviously don't represent us? Um, do they really care um, and do they really want to help? Because well, put me on the spot. Right? Yeah, no, no. I mean, and you don't got to speak for them, but just speak yeah, yeah. from your experiences of working with them, because um, there's a lot of there's a lot of dope shit. There's a lot of talent. There's a lot of amazing uh, groups, individuals and people who are just doing things in this city that aren't necessarily they, they might get recognition. But as far as the financial backing that we know the city has, um, that's going towards other things that aren't really you know, highlighting the true essence of what, what, what exists in this city. Mm -hmm. um, what, what would you say your experiences are dealing with those type of people? So people who are saying that they're supporting POC Yeah, so pretty much the people who have the resources and, and whatnot, um, mm -hmm. but don't necessarily come from our background, um, but can make, can definitely make changes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> gosh, you know, they always say that it's a pipeline problem, you mm -hmm. know, like, Oh, there's not enough black and brown founders starting companies. Mm -hmm. That's BS. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's what they say about recruiting, right? Recruiting, mm -hmm. um, you know, POCs is that, oh, there's a pipeline. There's not enough qualified candidates, yeah, exactly. right? Exactly. Um, which is very unfortunate. That's just that's just racism. Um, I'm going to put it right there. I'm going to get in trouble being on there, but, no. um, but nah, to me. Not on here. <laughs> I just like, <laughs> I just to me is like, you know, I want to call, nobody calls it out. You know what I mean? And yes, there's a lot of people throwing diversity, equity, inclusion out there and trying to support, but hmm. that's the, that's, that's, that's the problem Maybe about friend. about white supremacy and you know like you got that's the thing about whiteness and white fragility is that you know y you don't know how to make dialogue right you do not how to you it's it's like a white savior complex right mm. like it's a you know like kind of like you talk about colonization where they mm -hmm. come to different companies and like oh we're missionaries and we know exactly what you guys need yeah that's exactly what they do to pocs in today modern modern society yeah that? and that's not correct yeah you know mm -hmm. so you know my opinion is that there's a lot of work to be done. Um, they need to diversify in terms of leadership. They need mm. to actually talk to communities. Yeah. Get your butts out there. Get to know yeah. us. Like, get, you know, get to know people. Yeah, get to know people. Like, it's yeah. crazy. Like, I, I hate that they throw diversity out there, man. Yeah. Like, what does that mean? That's what I'm Tell saying. Tell me what that means yeah. to you, right? Like, because mm -hmm. we see it a lot, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So on the flip side, like, how important is it to really, because obviously you've partnered and talked to a lot of different companies, people, yeah. regardless. So how important is that? Like. Yeah, it's super important to me because um, I'm a woman of color who doesn't have a lot of resources. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't come from an Ivy League school background with an Ivy League school um, network. Um, I'm starting from scratch. Yeah. Um, so I I've leveraged all of my networks from all my previous jobs. I've done a great job. I show up online for these high, you know, these VPs, these you know people who have power. Mm -hmm. I I tag them. I post about them. I go to yeah. their events. And these are the little ways that you can get in front of them, right? Mm. If you don't get the meeting, they will know you if you start talking to them. That's, that's why that's why I've been posting about Arlen for a long time. Mm. That's why she knows my track record. I used to I flew to Philly to go see her at mm -hmm. the um, the Black and Brown Founders um, Conference, the North Star conference um and took a photo with her you know like these are the this is how hard you got to work right mm. um like i quit my job um a month and a half ago and i pitched about 53 times i raised one hundred fifty thousand dollars to yep. start wow um, all in 2018 literally in a month and a half what Damn. <laughs> yeah so for me because this is like this is not a joke like hold up hold up, yeah. Yeah. Hold up. one month 53 pitches or a month and a half, I guess. Yeah, a month and a half. Um, wow. 50. Oh, actually, I'm 53. I mean, 55 today. Um, okay. And then raised 150K. Wow. And launch party next week, hey. guys. We're we, we, we going to get into that. <laughs> yes. 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 So wait. So wait. Yeah. Okay. So now I'm glad you brought up the, the, the pitching, right? Because, yep. again, people have ideas, 
Like, how many people come up to you in general, even people in this room? How many people come up to you and like, yo, I got an idea. I want to do this. Um, so for you, doing that many pitches from the first pitch to the 53rd or 54th, um, and I'm sure they're going to continue, but mm-hmm. has your did your pitch ever change? Did you ever, like, get feedback and, and, and had to readjust it and, and, and change it? Because some people are stubborn in their ideas and don't think that they need to change. They're like, no, this is how it's going to be. They're not a founder then. Mm. Yeah, you, you as an entrepreneur and as a founder, you, you literally are learning as you go. You mold, you change, you adjust mm-hmm. to your audience, you mm. understand. So you ask for the – you know, you ask for the people you're pitching for their feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, you change it, you know, and then you you slowly evolve, right? You you, you change you even change your um your business plan, your model. You know, you have to understand that you have to adjust to your customers. What's gonna make you money at the end mm-hmm. of the day? Well, how are you gonna make money revenue to make this into a three, five year, ten year company? Or you want to sell? Mm-hmm. You know, so how do we generate re- revenue? How do we start our customer base? And that's what that's what it's all about. It's mm-hmm. like being able to um be you know malleable right you know you can you you are strong in who you are and what you you stand for in the company but you're also malleable to to adjust right mm. you're able to um you know in, in hawaiian culture we have a metaphor it's like this very it's, it's a tree and you know it it's strong in its roots but when the wind comes it it it, it can it can move mm. you know and that's kind of like a really good metaphor for me when i think about when i go into a pitch is that you are here presenting your dream, but also you have to take your you have to be willing and humble enough um, to take feedback. Mm. And a lot of people don't know how to take feedback. I'm mm-hmm. telling you right now, mm-hmm. no, you know, know yeah. and that's what you have to learn is that you you are here to learn about this. So that's kind of how I, I think about it. And trust me, like I'm not perfect either. Yeah. I, even though I pitched 53 times, I've I've had to get my butt handed to me. Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah. but that's the like that's the fun part because you have somebody willing to tell you that's crap. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Pe- pe- like, I always, yeah, I always be talking care. about that too. Like if, mm-hmm. if I was starting something and everything just ran smoothly, I'm like, all right, you know, I kind of, I would kind of mm-hmm. feel a little uneasy. Yeah. They're lying to you. Yeah, I need, I need, I need something <laughs> just, to really just, just smack me in yeah. my face. They're trying, yeah. they're you know, trying to get you to move along. Like, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you know, that's real. That's I just real. got accepted to the Founders Institute um, accelerator program, and I just started last, yeah, like last night. Hey. Um, and it's a three month program to really kick your butt as a founder, mm-hmm. and yeah. they have mentors to review you. So from building a uh, accelerator program to actually being in one yeah. in about yeah. less than six months yeah. is kind of gnarly. It's yeah. kind of crazy. Do you ever, do you ever get time to like? Like, breathe <laughs> everybody like, asked me that i'm like oh my god like chill like i'm not gonna lie sometimes i just i just stop i'm like hold up stop yeah. stop everything let me yeah. breathe let me just chill let yeah. me take life in yeah how do you mm-hmm. i guess how do you do that and kind of balance that because you work hard but mm-hmm. you know health is wealth yeah you know the thing with me is like i integrate my personal life with my professional life to be quite honest my okay. my the people i surround myself with our hustlers are ambitious who are kind of doing the same thing I am because mm-hmm. it's, you know, Oprah is always saying like, you know, um, it's about your energy. Right. Yeah, and mm-hmm. you, you, once you know when you're so, you know, when you know something is is supposed to happen and yep. you just want it so bad, like you, when you when you when you feel it, then everything else has to be around the same energy because mm-hmm. if that energy is messed up mm-hmm. it can't be around you because yeah. you automatically will have a sense of doubt that's real that that little pebble oprah always says that is it's a pebble in the water like mm-hmm. you have that little bit of pebble it's gonna make waves in your yeah. life so like that's so I, real it's it's so real that's and so i real. really had to cut down i really had to cut down on a lot of you know like nonsense happy hours mm-hmm. i really need to refine who I want, you know, I hang out with women who are a little older than me, mm-hmm. who have a little bit more senior, um, you know, experience. Mm-hmm. And I also, w- I learned 
I, I surround myself with that good energy, but yeah. I also have friends who, who are my age, but they, they want to get somewhere, exactly. you know what I mean? And that's what I want to be with. I want people who want better, yes. yeah. you know, want better opportunities. You know, like to me that, that means that, that, that there's a desire, right? There's, there's that same camaraderie of like, you, you want to get somewhere yeah. and I want to get somewhere too. So how can we do this together and support? Right. Yeah. And I, that's the energy that I love. No, I, I, I like that. Cause I always, I always, I always phrase it as, again, there's people that are in your life that are watching you grow. And then there's people that grow with you. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, um, yeah. and I think you got to keep those people who are trying to grow with you close. Right. Yeah, exactly. Because you know, when, like that. when things go, I mean, Things go wrong all the time in a company. Trust me, it's every day is a new story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like what else happened? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like what else is like slipping through the cracks? So then, you, so when you are having those bad days, because you know, like people on my social media, like a lot of people think that I'm winning all the time. You know, like because I do have really, I I'm really accelerating at a crazy rate. Mm-hmm. But because I've done the work, I've mm-hmm. done the work for two yeah. years, and they they haven't seen the work, yeah. so and they're, they they're just they're, they're overnight. They, yeah. overnight success yeah exactly <laughs> rags to riches and yeah. i'm like ah, okay nah, no nah. dude no i put in the time and i actually care about people yeah. i care about my relationships mm-hmm. if you ask any of my friends i show up man you yeah. you text me and you need something i'm there and that's what a lot of people don't do in seattle's particular is that i'm, they trying, don't show I'm up. trying to get better at that yeah. though yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's hard mm-hmm. it's hard it's hard because yeah. like it's like being so caught up in what you're trying to do mm-hmm. that eventually mm-hmm. will go towards the people but then again, actually being available, it's, it's, it's yeah. a hard balance. No, I mean, it starts with the effort, though. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So eventually. Yeah. 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 You know, and like, I, I, I'm going to be yeah. real. No, no, you're good. You're good. No, no, you no, throwing a shot at me? Oh. <laughs> I was like, um, digs right no, now. No, no, digs. No, look, bro. It's, it's I can like, explain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See what you started? No, <laughs> I'm, no, I'm, I'm playing. I'm playing. No, no. But that is real, though. That's real. Being available, right? Being available to people. That's actually that's one of my New Year's resolutions. Bam, right there. Me too. Being more available. It's showing up. Mm-hmm. And it's showing up that in different ways. It doesn't mean if you show like I show up with my I show up to girlfriends online. So your social media community, you show up there. If you mm. can't be present in their in, in in their lives physically, show up online. Mm. Show up in life physically, or be available for a phone call mm-hmm. and ask them how do you want me to kind of. It's like a love language, right? Like we talk yeah. about relationships. Like how do I show love and how do they show like mm-hmm. how do they want to receive love, right? Mm-hmm. And that's just like any relationship. Oh, I got you. And I think people just, I hate the word authentic because it's so blown out, mm-hmm. but being truly authentic in, in the way that you care about people, Yeah, you know, be and, genuine. and be genuine and yeah. learn about others. Like, where do we get in the society where we just don't even care? Like yeah. as a basic level human being, you yeah, know, yeah. like, oh, screw that. Like, no, man. Like that's what it, uh, at the end of the day, like no matter how successful I get, it's about the people around me and my community, my family, my friends. Like, I'm nothing without them. Mm-hmm. Like, I got here because of them. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't all me. Yes, I had the ambition, the drive, you know, um, my own self, um, but, you know, driver. Like, right? mm-hmm. I was a, my myself, yes, I got here. But, you know, it was my great-grandmother who decided to do better for herself, to yeah. make that 10 to 15 cent, uh, you know, cents an hour, that move. That's why I'm here. Exactly. You know, these little steps that you think that are little in your lives will affect your legacy yeah. down the road. That's real. You know, That's your real. family, your future, I, your your everything. I agree. Yeah. No, I agree. So I agree 100%. Yeah. I want to get into future for us now. Yeah, good. So good, good. Um, I want to let you explain that and mm-hmm. what's the mission and everything behind it. Yeah. And what's on the horizon for Because yeah, I know something's coming up around the corner. Sweet. Yeah, we, we yeah. 
so my company is called Future for Us. Um, we are an organization to accelerate the advancement of women of color mm -hmm. um, through community, culture, and career development. Um, so right now, we are going to be hosting monthly events uh, for women of color and allies. So we're going to be switching up so different audiences per month. Um, and we are going to be, um, our big launch party is next week, Saturday. Hey. I mean, next week, Saturday, next week, Thursday mm -hmm. um, at Soul Repair Shop on Capitol Hill. Um, yeah, it's going to, it's going to, it's blowing up already. So I'm it's really excited. Um, yeah. And, you know, a big celebration of women of color, you know, like yeah. to me, like that is just not celebrated enough. Um, and then we have a big conference in April um, here in Seattle. And then we're flying to L.A. to do another conference. So. Gotcha. Wow. So all, for all our women listeners and viewers, please yes. tap in because she'll get you paid. Yes. So get, <laughs> yes. get you so get you moving forward, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Futureforus.co. Um, that's our website. Follow us on uh, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And you know, for us it's about you know, we envision a world where women of color are at the highest levels um, of leadership through, mm -hmm. you know, government, business, nonprofits, mm -hmm. all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. So cross-sector wise. So, yes. you know, and not besides tech, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's so many things for tech, you know, yeah. like women. Yeah. Like, we can do more. And we can do more. <laughs> yeah, I, and yeah. I believe in it. I believe that women of color, you women of color out there, you guys deserve it. You are valued. I see you. I believe you. You guys are important. And I think that that's what, that's what is needed right now um, because I believe that you can be a leader. Mm, like this mm -hmm. needs to happen. Mm. Or, you know, the future is, is now. It is now. The future is now. Yeah. Nah, that's real. Yeah. That's real. And I'm excited. We'll, we'll definitely be in attendance for the launch yeah, party. All right. We'll be there for sure. Um, Lots of ladies. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> There's going to be a ton of women. <laughs> I'll be there. I'll be there. <laughs> um, so. The worst. <laughs> She's throwing lobs, guys. All right. Um, yeah, so I'm going to. I'm also going to leave you with this last question because I always ask this with our, for all our guests that come on the show and it's something to kind of sum up what we discussed but also, mm -hmm. you know, cast ahead all the great work you're about to be doing um, in, in the future. So if you can, um, what is one word to describe what keeps you on the up and up? Drive. Mm. Um, it's, it's just drive. Oh, relentless. Like, relentless. Okay. Relentless. Um, I think relentless is kind of our hashtag is relentless uh woc so relentless one of color mm. um and that re the word relentless is so like it encompasses ambition drive and also understanding that no matter how many times you're going to be kicked down you're going to come back again it is a understanding that the journey will never end mm -hmm. the hard work will never end mm -hmm. you will always be relentless in your journey and it's about you understanding that and always coming back mm. like that is it that is like that is like the epitome of anybody's journey and especially women of color is that you know i mean you guys got to know women of color who are the most hardworking. You, oh. you must know some hardworking women yeah. of color. We, we come, life. we come from them. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's you as simple know? as that. Like, yeah, yeah. Without them, there's no me. There's no us, right? Mm -hmm. So as as men, there's not, there's not, a, there's none of us. So that's yeah, real. and that's why I want to celebrate real. them, and I want to bring the next generation of um, leaders to this, to this world, and um, you know, support that and build a community so that it happens quicker because mm -hmm. it's not happening quick enough. Mm. No, it's gonna happen for sure. Yeah. It's yeah. gonna happen for sure. We gonna we just gotta stay relentless. Exactly. Yeah. Stay relentless. <laughs> relentless. Stay relentless for sure. Um, yeah. Now, uh, thank you, thank you for you know being a guest on the show. First and foremost, um, I I you know I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. I remember when I met you, she instantly was just like, "Yo, 
this is what I'm about. This is what <laughs> oh, I do. Yeah. And I'm I like, I yeah, like, yeah. Well, like, I'm like a no right. bullshit person. Exactly. Yeah, like, yeah, no, I, yeah. I know what I want. And that's the thing. And I'm just like, oh, yeah. let's do this. Yeah. But, you I know, know. Uh, aside from, you know, you kind of explaining yourself to us when I first met you, the biggest thing was it was all rooted in impact. Like, you know what I mean? That, mm-hmm. That's what it's really about. It's about how are you making impact? Some people come and tell you, yo, I'm trying to do this, this and that. And it sounds like it's inwardly driven. Like it's just all about them. And everything you're yeah. doing is 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 for the greater good of the people, and mm-hmm. and so uh, we commend you for that for sure. Yeah. Oh, thank you. We, we commend you for that. Yeah. Um. You know, we wish you much success. You know, with everything you got going, thank you. and you're involved with a lot. <laughs> Make sure to take some time to breathe. You know. I'm, I'm good. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Lots of wine out there. Yes. It's all yes. Good. <laughs> any 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 final remarks, my brother? Uh, no, not really. I think we covered it. Okay. Well, Sweet. it was well, a pleasure. It, yeah. Yay. Definitely on the show. Definitely. Sure. And, and thank you. Awesome. Uh, and for for all the, again for all the women um, listeners and, and for everybody listening men or women uh, make sure to go support make sure to go um, you know tap in where can they find uh, future for us online uh, future for us dot co um, and then future for us underscore um, yeah future for us underscore um, okay. is our Instagram handle so please okay. follow us yes yes yeah. tap in tap in I'm excited um, and with that being said I think it's safe to say Sage Kiamno yes did I say it right Dang. I'm not going to say the full name Sage Kiamno is a <laughs> member of the up and up yes Yay. yes yes Yo, what up? It's Rubino. And this is DJ Earn. We hope you enjoyed that episode and that now you have a better understanding of what it means to live life on the up and up. To continue supporting the podcast and the entire up and up movement, be sure to rate, review, like, and subscribe. As well as follow us at underscore the up and up on all social media platforms to stay connected with everything the up and up has coming your way. Thanks for listening. And until the next one, keep it on the up and up. <laughs>